Life is going to give you challenges, struggles. It's going to force you to face your fears. Even though these may feel like your worst enemy, in truth, these are actually your greatest allies. My name is Lance Isios. Welcome to the University of Adversity. Welcome back, everybody. So, we are nearing... September 21st. And you know what September 21st is? Well, it's my 39th birthday. That's the one thing. But also, Mastering Adversity, my new book, Unlock the Warrior Within, Turn Your Biggest Struggle into Your Greatest Gifts, is live. We're releasing it. It's launching September 21st. Super excited. And as promised, I'm doing these solo episodes to lead up to the book launch to give you guys a little bit of insight and a taste into the book and get you excited. So we will remain, we will continue guest episodes after. I have a few that I've recorded prior to this that I want to get out with some amazing guests. So look forward to that. If you are new to the show and this is your first time tuning in, welcome. All you regular listeners, welcome back. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to stay on top of all the episodes. And you know what? We're available on YouTube as well. So let's go over to YouTube, subscribe if you can. It's much appreciated and hit that bell to stay notified. YouTube is something that, that I really want to nail and it bugs me that we haven't yet, but we're going to get there and we're going to really focus on, once this book comes out, I really want to create videos specifically, not just for the podcast. And I've talked about this before, but like specific just for YouTube. And then eventually I want to create a community with like, you know, paid memberships and all that. So I'm creating special content for people, right? Rather than just creating this podcast stuff, which is I love to do. And I know a lot of you, you know, I appreciate the feedback, but I want to start venturing off and doing some more stuff too. So that being said, go subscribe to YouTube. It's really appreciated. And wherever you listen to this is also appreciated. So today it's going to be a continuation from last episode. And there's a, there's a couple of key areas that I've been talking about during this process of sharing this book with you guys. And that's first, the adversity archetypes, creating self-awareness in your life on how you show up when adversity hits, right? There's an awesome quiz that we put together called the Warrior Quiz, which will help you create more self-awareness in your life. So that you discover how you're showing up. And when you are aware of it, you're able to change it. So go take that quiz if you haven't. The link is below in the show description or show notes. It's awesome. And, and it gives you a little bit of direction into how you're showing up and how you could do better. We all could do better. Again, it's not about being shaming yourself. It's about accepting it. And that's okay, right? The last episode we talked about acceptance. Or sorry, the one before that we talked about acceptance, awareness, acceptance, aspire. These are the steps that you, you have to take in order to overcome yourself and master adversity, right? So those, so the adversity archetypes was one big area of the book that I wanted to share with you guys. So if you haven't done the quiz, go do it. If, if you have, thank you. Second is the five A's. Now, the five A's is a framework. I wanted to give people a framework on how to like, how do we actually move through adversity when it hits? Like, what happens? What's the process? So we created the 5A formula. And it's, it's really the pillars for adversity. So first is awareness. We're aware of the situation. We're aware of our behaviors. We're aware of what's in front of us. Second, it's like, okay, 
acceptance. I got to accept what is the good, the bad, the ugly. Third, I really want to change. I really want to get past this this time. I aspire to change. I have a deep desire to want to move through this thing. And then the fourth one is alignment. Okay, so you've done these. Now it's time for you to get your ducks in a row. What does alignment mean? That means that when you have a goal or a vision or something that you want to bring into your life or something you want to overcome, like you are tired of this outcome that keeps happening. You're tired of not getting the thing that you want or whatever it is, right? Alignment is not only thinking and wanting to change so bad, but also the action steps of what you need to physically do right now in the present moment, your behaviors, your actions, your habits, all of that stuff is going to be the thing that actually makes the change. It's not it's not the desire or the outcome. It's the habits that you do. It's the behavior that you have, right? So if you continue to find the same problem over and over and over again, you keep coming back to yourself and you keep feeling this pain, chances are your actions that you do aren't in alignment with where you want to go, okay? Or they aren't in alignment of what it takes to move through that challenge, okay? This can be what you want to manifest in your life, but in this case, we're going to talk about moving through adversity. But it's the same thing. We need to be in alignment with our actions with whatever outcome we want. So here's an example in my, my life. In 2016... I got the news that my younger brother had taken his own life. I was in Australia. It's a, it was a crazy story. I talk about this in my book. I had to race home. I had to tell my dad who was visiting me at the time. I had to break the news to him. It was sickening. Like the feeling in my stomach, the feeling of explaining this to him was, the, was, was a terrible, terrible feeling that I never want to wish on anybody to have to go through. Never mind the reaction that I saw when I told my dad. But in that period of time in 2016, I hadn't seen my dad for a while and I hadn't seen my family for a while. I think it was like I had moved to Australia at the end of 2012 and my dad came to visit me at the very end of 2015. So it was a while. You do the math, right? And I didn't have a lot of family and I was working in bars and I was just, I was, I was just drinking. That was my thing. I would go to work. I serve people alcohol. I have fun. My days off, I drink, I have fun, all the things. That was my life. And that's kind of where I was at. And I've talked about this before. So when we got the news of my younger brother, you know, we went back, we took care of all the funeral stuff and all that was over. But when I went back to Canada or back to Australia, so we had to fly back to Canada. I came back to Australia. I just went on an absolute tear. And I was just, I didn't know how to deal with my emotions, right? I didn't know how to deal with that and process that. I didn't have family really to talk to. It wasn't that easy to make phone calls because of the, the phone plans. It was a pain in the ass, to be honest. So I was 
feeling alone a lot. So my, my actions for dealing with loss was drinking and escaping, right? And it made it very difficult for me to actually feel the pain that I was feeling. I felt a lot of shame. I felt a lot of different things. And what I did by, what, by drinking and numbing is that all I did was push the, of the healing process further and further away. And to be honest, to this day, I don't know if that, you know, if I ever have fully healed from that because there was so much shame and guilt that I bring, which just talking about it right now, just makes me think like, shit, you know, maybe I, I, I really need to sit with this again. Cause I don't, you know, I haven't talked about this specifically that much. And, you know, maybe it's something that you guys can think about. And, you know, I probably need to sit with this more and work through the shame feelings that I have because I feel like I wasn't there when he needed me. Right. And this is prime example. This coming up for me now is because I didn't deal with it at the time. So if I, now this is just the way life works, right? I'm giving you this example of how my behaviors didn't align with the outcome, right? So I drank all these things. I didn't feel the thing and I was literally just pushing it away, pushing it away until now, you know, five, six years later, seven years later, it's still there and it always will be there. But I don't think at the time I gave it the space that it needed to process. And that's because I didn't have the tools at the time. I didn't journal then. I didn't really speak about my feelings then. I didn't have meditation, right? I didn't have breath work. I didn't have any of that stuff. So all I knew was escaping through booze. And that is not the way to do it, right? When, when you have loss, you it's it's easy to want to hide but the the and use booze and and junk food and all that but you're really doing yourself a disservice and you're really just avoiding the feeling of actually having to feel the feelings and heal right because all you're doing is delaying the process and then when you try and talk about it later on it surfaces right and now like I've done a lot of work on myself. There's been a lot of things that I've had to heal over the years. And even writing this book, I had to go into these like these spaces again and share them with you guys. And it's helped me heal that much more. But I still feel, and I don't think this ever goes away for any of us. I still feel a sense of, what if I was there a little bit longer? What if, what if I would have been there, right? Hindsight's always 2020. But my point is, is that in that time, I didn't give myself I didn't do the right actions that aligned with how I wanted to feel after. I didn't even know how I wanted to feel. But let's fast forward to the next situation in my life when I lost my dad. I lost my dad about 18 months after that. We got a, I got another phone call when I was in Australia from my, my older brother. He's like, hey, dad, dad's sick. Dad's got cancer. You got 48 hours to get back. I was like, what? And, you know, leading up to it, couple of weeks before, you know, he had like a stomach ache or something and doctors were just telling him like, oh, stop worrying, stop being hypochondriac, just crazy, right? Two doctors didn't see it. 
And I was pissed, right? I was, I still am to this day that I still don't understand it, but I understand how the world, the universe works now. But my point being is that the difference this time, when I experienced such an incredible loss was my actions and behaviors aligned with how I wanted to feel or what I would, what I needed to do to get over this hump, this, this adversity of losing my dad. So luckily at the end of 2016, I quit drinking for a year and I've talked about this. It was almost like my higher self or my intuition knew like Lance, you need to, you need to prepare yourself for this extreme loss and you need to get ready and you need to do spiritual work because it's going to be very tough. And if you aren't prepared, it's going to rock you and you may drink yourself into oblivion, right? That's what I look at now. It was almost like I knew, right? So I, I quit drinking. I was sober for about six months. My dad was proud of me. I was meditating. I was losing weight. I was lean. I was, I was all the things, as I talked about in pre, 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 previous episodes. I was feeling good. I had the tools. I was practicing gratitude. I had the book, The Magic, that I was practicing daily gratitude for 10 days, 10, days, or, or, 10 things I'm grateful for and why every day. And I was reading Happy Pocket Full of Money, Think and Grow Rich, all these things so that I was filling my cup so that I was feeling whole and solid. So when I got the news and my dad died, it was almost like, oh shit. I'm ready. Like I've, I've, it's like I've been preparing for this. It's like I've been preparing for battle. It was like I already knew, like I didn't know he was going to die, but it was like, that's why I was doing the work. And this is why we do the work. This is why we read books. This is why we do this is for those moments when we're like, oh shit, here we go. And it was almost like I was building my body armor for when I had to face that. Because when you lose a parent, it's fucking hard. And, you know, I was, I had so much to deal with, you know, with, with arrangements and funerals and dealing with all the things court, like lawyers and all that stuff. It was, it was a lot. And I couldn't have done it if I was in that state prior to when I lost my brother, when I was just a nightmare drinking all the time and all of that. So when I lost, when I got the news, I was like, okay, what do I need to do here? And I just continued to, I meditated more. I meditated more and I journaled more and I allowed myself to sit with the feeling. I'd set my timer, 30 minute meditations. As soon as I'd finish, I'd write down what I'm feeling. I'd, I'd, I'd just say like all the things and then focus on what I was grateful for. I did that and it really, really, really helped. I worked out. I made sure when I was feeling down to allow myself to feel it, but then also like, fuck that. I'm not going to sit in this forever. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to sweat. I'm going to feel better. And, you know, I was visiting my brother. We were going through it. And, you know, we, 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 you still have to feel the emotions. And we allowed ourselves to, to laugh a bit and, you know, cry. And it was, it was really tough. There's no formula for dealing with loss, but your actions have to align with how you want to feel. Do you want to feel better? Do you want to feel whole? Or do you want to feel avoided? Do you want to, do you want to run away? If so, go ahead, eat all the junk food, drink all the booze. You're just going to feel like shit. 
there's this weird thing in our society where it's like, let's reward ourselves with junk food. Okay, great. I love a good pizza now and then too. But it, it's still, sometimes when I think about it, I'm like, how much, it doesn't make any sense. You're rewarding yourself only in one spot, your taste buds. It tastes great. This is amazing. But then what? Then you feel like shit after, right? Then you're dehydrated. Then you get brain fog. You get a headache. Some people are so addicted to junk food that they don't even know they're addicted. But this is the thing. It's like, we, we oh, I'm so sad. I'm so down. Let's just eat all the worst food and make ourselves worse. Doesn't make sense. At that time, you should, if you can, do your best to stay up your game for the things that are going to nourish your body because that's what you need to overcome this shit. You need to stay at a high level of vibration because then emotionally, if you're feeling, if you're eating shitty foods and you're dehydrated and you're eating sugar and you're eating junk all the time, you're, you're, it's just going to, it's going to fuck with your emotions. It's going to make you feel down. It's going to make you confused. It's going to make you feel worse than you did before. And it's going to make you want to drink and escape. So I'm just saying this specific example for me, I was really disciplined and it was, it, it helped me in so many ways. Now, when you lose a, a parent or a, a brother or a loved one or anybody, it's, it's tough. You know, we lost my grandma. I think it was two years ago now, or it might even be three. And, you know, I've been, I talked to my mom and my mom listens to the show and also, hi mom. And, uh, you know, we, we talk about loss. We talk about, you know, gra my grandma and how much she meant to us. And she was a beautiful soul. And, you know, I told her, I said, look, mom, like, there's no formula for this. There's no, there's no formula for loss. It's like a bit, it's waves. And we have to allow ourselves to feel all the things, right? We have to feel the laughs, the cries, the, the, the ups and the downs. That's feeling it. But if we escape with booze, if we escape with all the numbings of the world, which is normal, we're all going to want to like escape in some way, shape or form. But if we can just be aware of when we're going out of control and when we know, is this really going to serve me? And this is particularly when it comes to what you put in your body. Because for me, when I'm dealing with a difficult situation, if I drink alcohol, if I eat junk food, I'm a fucking mess. I am, I am like, my brain is different. I'm a different person. And the obstacle in front of me looks different and looks more challenging than it is. That's why I know my body. For me, I fast during the day. I drink a ton of water. I drink tea. I drink coffee. I fast. And that's how I feel the clearest. Like right now, I'm fasted all day. It's 4.30 in the afternoon. I fasted all day. I feel amazing. That's for me, but I know that if I need to feel good and I need to be able to do shit and, and work through things, I have to be mindful of my body. And I do that daily. I rarely fall off and eat junk. So when I condition myself, so when something challenging happens, that's why we do the work. That's why you install these good habits daily so that when things happen, you're like, all right, this is what I've been preparing for. Right. It's like if you're an athlete and you're, you practice every day, you practice, you practice for the game, right? The battle. So that when you show up, you're like, I'm ready. That's what it's got to be like for loss. That's what it's got to be like for breakup. 
if we fill our cups, if we do the work on ourselves and we show up as the warrior, if you guys have taken the quiz, if you sit in your power, if you sit in that heart-centered space, if you are patient, if you're willing to learn, you're willing to listen, then when it's time to go to battle, when it's time to do the things that you need to do, you're ready for it, right? But it's important because adversity, loss, breakups, financial situations, the state of the world, it's all going to happen no matter what. So all you can do is get yourself ready for battle. Get your body armor on. Get yourself ready every single day so that when things are challenging that hit you, you're ready. So that you're in alignment with the outcome of the life that you want. If you want a certain kind of life, peace, harmony, happiness, I'm sure we all do, right? Well, then how do we show up? What are the things that we do every day? Because when you say it, but you don't do it, it's out of alignment. And it's going to, that's why people, I see it. People relive the same thing over and over and over again. They expect different results. It's because it's not that you don't want to change. It's that you don't show up and your habits aren't in alignment with the person you want to be. You got to get clear. Who do I want to be? Do the things that that person would do. Don't do the person, don't do the things that that person 10 years ago that was struggling and, you know, doing all these crazy things and whatever, that, that person that you used to be. Like, don't do the things that they did now. Does that make sense? Like, we want to, not to say that the person that you were is a bad person. I'm just saying that you're here now. So if you're facing a difficult moment, ask yourself, what am I doing every day? What are my habits? Are they in alignment with who I want to be? Are they in alignment with that person on the other side? Are they in alignment with how I want to feel? So you want to get your ducks in a row and figure out, even look at your past, be like, what did I do in the past when I overcame something? Did I, did I actually feel it? Did I actually do the things that I know get my body, my mind, my spirit ready? Or did I run away and escape? We've all done it. We've all escaped. This is where you need to be aware of your behaviors. This is why people end up in hamster wheels over and over again is because they don't pay attention to their daily habits and behaviors. They have to be in alignment with who you want to be. They have to be alignment of what it takes to get over that hump, that roadblock. And when you do that, you will be able to overcome whatever you're facing. And at the end of the day, you guys, it's overcoming yourself. That's what this whole thing is. Every single thing you're going to overcome is essentially overcoming yourself. It's overcoming yourself and how you look at a situation. Because if you look at some situation, it may look different than it did the other day. It may seem harder last time or it may seem different. It's because you're different. You are have a you have a different perspective now than you did before. Adversity is really the challenge is really how you see it. Some people see it as a dance, like it's like let's it's fun. Some people see it as oh my god, poor me. That's the key here. It's realizing that this is coming no matter what. So we got to embrace it, and we need to just do the things that we know is right because 
Nobody is going to do it for us, right? Again, overcoming ourselves, the stories that we tell ourselves, the things we put in our body, the actions, the stuff we need to do. If you have trauma, if you have things that you are dealing with and you're aware of this now, it's up to you to figure out how to heal that trauma. I know it's hard. I know a lot of people have been through terrible, terrible things, a lot worse than I have, a lot worse than a lot of people. But now, if you are aware of that, or maybe you aren't, it's important to look at where am I and maybe there is trauma. And if there is, there's so many resources on how to work through it. Is it going to be easy? No. Is it worth it? Yes. When you heal the trauma, you heal the addiction, you heal a lot of things. And when you heal that and you work through those past stories, those limitations, what you see in front of you gets clear. Because right now, a lot of times people see adversity, the challenges as this foggy lens, and it's confusing. But when you are able to look at it through a clear lens and you align your actions, you do the things, all those actions, it's like taking the squeegee and clearing off the window so that you can see clearly. And then you're ready for the challenge, the adversity, the struggle that you're going through. And you can, you can step into it with ease, flow, and grace. Okay? That's it for today, everybody. Another short episode. If you guys haven't taken the warrior quiz yet, make sure you do. It's a big part of the book. And I really, it's so important to know our behaviors and know how we show up. So go take that free warrior quiz and discover your adversity archetype today. It's powerful. It's fun. And I highly recommend it. Also, you guys, the book is out, Mastering Adversity, Unlock the Warrior Within, Turn Your Biggest Struggles into Your Greatest Gifts. It's out September 21st, and I'm so excited to share it with you guys. It's, it's my birthday, my 39th birthday, and there's no better gift than to give this book to the world that I've fucking worked so hard on, I put so much effort into, and I'm at the place where like, I don't even care what happens with it. I, it's, it's helped me so much. It's been such a beautiful experience, but I know it's going to impact so many people. And I'm so, so excited to share it with the world. It's going to be not only a huge relief, but like, fuck, I'm excited. <laughs> like just to be like, here you go. And to have a book that I, I really put my blood, sweat and tears in. I was really honest. I really share a lot of things and I'm excited to share it with you guys. Okay. You guys, if you, this is another ask. I don't want to ask too much from you guys, but you know, the show is free. I offer it free for you guys. So if you guys want to pay it back, pay it forward, if you guys could, could you go leave us a review on Apple? Just a five-star review and honest, just what kind of value you got from it. It doesn't have to be long. It's just important. And the flow of reviews have kind of plateaued a little bit. It's funny because I can't really see all of them. I think we have like, well over 150 or two, almost 200. But on my side, because my Apple is Canadian, I can only see like 90 or something. So I don't know. But if you guys can go leave us a review, it's re I'd really appreciate it. And just make sure you're subscribed to all the channels, YouTube and, and wherever you listen to this. All right. Love you guys. I appreciate you. I hope you got value from this and much love. Signing out from Buenos Aires, Argentina. Cheers.